Welcome to Healthy Habits, Happy Homes with the Guelph Family Health Study, where we share research and practical tips for applying it to your own family. Each week, we'll bring you evidence-based health information from experts. Our quick tips will help you create healthy habits for a happy home. Welcome back to the Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast. So we're so excited to bring you a new episode because today we're going to talk all about cooking with kids. And cooking with kids is something that the Guelph Family Health Study and the Healthy Habits Happy Homes podcast is really interested in because research shows that it has many, many benefits for children. And so we're really excited to have Lottie Alderwish with us today. Lottie is the author of the cookbook, The Little Cookery, and she's going to tell us all about her experiences in creating this amazing cookbook as well as getting young kids in the kitchen, as young as two. So welcome, Lottie. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So what we'd like to start off with is to just ask you about your journey of creating this cookbook. So how did it all begin? Um, Yeah, it began about five years ago. I always loved baking, um, and it was sort of my way to cook away the stresses of the day. I had a, a busy corporate job, and it was sort of my alone time. Um, and I had one child at the time, Eli, who was two uh, then, he's seven now, um, and he would always insist on joining me in the kitchen, but it was sort of my alone time, and it wasn't really relaxing having him there. She's lots of um, with the little ones. <laughs> oh, it was just, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't like it would be without um, with just me there. Mm-hmm. So I... In the end, I gave up because he was so passionate about joining me every time. So I thought, okay, let's just do this thing. Let's do this properly. Um, So I started to look for recipes that would help him to, I don't know, to to just cook and experience cooking. Um, So real recipes that would do things from scratch. But it was really hard to find things that were at his level and at the same time interesting and challenging. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm an illustrator, I'll draw out some recipes for him. So I started doing picture-based, um, recipe steps and I realized that at two years old, I was really surprised that he could actually follow the steps. That is amazing. Um, Yeah, I'd never, never imagined that he would be able to do it, but he could. So I thought, let's just, let's go with it and see where this leads. That's awesome. And so it sounds like Eli really had a, a passion from watching you and seeing how much you enjoyed being in the kitchen. But can you tell us a little bit about why it is important to get kids in the kitchen and how, how they can benefit from cooking? Yeah, I, I. to be honest, when I started, I didn't have this big plan about, you know, what I'm going to, to teach him. So what I'm going to say is all from experience, not just my own kids, but also That's like great. a course hundreds of kids after releasing the book and I can see that I think it's different for every child but every child has different needs and different different things that they struggle with but cooking is such a great way to get them involved in something and you can really challenge them in the areas that they need challenging for example um, you know if it's handling money or if it's you know tactile um, stuff or just being together with you Um, but also like appreciating that food doesn't come from um, a Walmart packet. It (laughs) comes from, you know, certain core ingredients like flour and and 
butter or whatever you want to use. This, I, it's just so broad what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and thinking about um, just sort of being able to teach children about sort of where is the food coming from in terms of before it reaches the, the plate, but even before it reaches your home, what kind of effect do you think that might even have on their likelihood to eat the food? I think it's hugely um, important because they, like suddenly, it's not just something that is presented to them. It's something they've invested their time, their energy, their passion in. Right. Um, like as you're cooking with them, you're saying, well done and and what an amazing job you did. So they feel so good about it as well. So they're like associating um, good feelings and being together with mom or dad or whoever with with preparing food and I think it brings about a passion for for food um, that that is I think the basis of loving and learning to cook and appreciating different foods mm-hmm. and when we think about getting kids to, to eat healthy foods I think that's a really great way one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about your cookbook is the little review at the end where kids can maybe draw a picture mm-hmm. or take a picture and stick it in and you have little questions like how did it go or what would you do differently I think that's so great in terms of having conversations with your little ones mm-hmm. while you're enjoying what you've prepared yeah Completely. I think it's actually one of the most important things. Like the actual outcome of the dish is really not that important. Oftentimes kids will just take a bite and, okay, we did that. It's done. But what they remember is the praise and, oh, what did I do with it? And, oh, mom, remember when we made this cake or that cake? I can't often remember, but they seem to remember all these. Kids have wonderful memories. Yeah. And Lottie, can you tell us a little bit more about the cooking by color? I think that's a really neat aspect of your cookbook. Um, Yeah. So actually, um, what I realized when I was just drawing out the pictures was that um, at two years old, kids can't read, but they can read pictures and they can't measure or understand fractions, but they do understand color. so I just looked for the simplest way. I grabbed some cups. I, I just colored with a, with a pen, colored pen, um, some random colors that I could find. I said, okay, one cup equals purple, <laughs> half a cup equals pink, etc. And to my amazement, he could just do it himself. So when I started illustrating the recipes on my computer, I just assigned a one dot for for each cup and then two dots would be two of that quantity mm-hmm. um and yeah kids can really do it and so something to emphasize i think even further is not only do you uh, have such a clever use of, of illustrations and color but there is also very little very little text right yeah um i did that on purpose um i'm dyslexic my son is dyslexic i've worked with quite some dyslexic kids as well in the in the area and I noticed that sometimes the the text sort of holds kids back from wanting to do a recipe it's sort of almost overwhelming Mm -hmm. so I tried to reduce the text as much as I could so that the focus would just be on you know remembering the symbols remembering the color and just using those as as tools to guide them to remember what they're supposed to do rather than just an exercise in reading 
Yeah, it's fascinating because, you know, dyslexic or not, I think we all really appreciate looking at colors and pictures more than reading text, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so much easier. Yeah, and I think that's a really great thing about the little cookery is that it has the potential to grow with kids when they're really little. Uh, you can guide them through the pictures, and then when they're they're able to to recognize things on their own, they're able to be a little bit more independent. And as the kids get older, you can start teaching them about the fractions on the measuring cups. You know, remember the pink cup was half a cup. Well, two half cups equals a whole cup. And I think the nice thing about getting kids in the kitchen, as you've mentioned, is that the, the benefits are, are far-reaching. You can teach math, you can teach language, yeah. it's whatever you want to teach your child, there's something you can do in the kitchen about yeah. it, I think. Exactly. It's like, it's like a core activity and you can build it out just according to your kid's age or skill level or things that they're struggling with. In, yeah. in terms of... Um, uh, so, so we, we were just talking about how it really can help children learn all types of sort of hard skills, like we were talking, you know, like cooking or like math or like a subject. But mm-hmm. how about sort of the the other types of sort of qualities that they can gain from, from cooking? So thinking about Eli, you know, what sort of differences have you experienced with him in terms of his own personal development? I think for him definitely was self-confidence, like we were we would be in the kitchen and I would say okay I trust you enough now I can see that you know what you're doing so I would say to him I I trust you enough you can use the mixer by yourself and it's one of these very safe ones but he would get such self-confidence from that and from being able to achieve a good result from following a recipe was it's just made his self-confidence soar um but I would say with my youngest one, um, he struggled a bit with listening, and I think it's helped him really um, listen well to me mm. um, because we have such a strict routine and we have um, strict rules about you know the importance of listening in the kitchen. That aspect has really helped him. So it's I think it's different for all kids, but I think they can all get something very important out of it. For sure. And so I know when we first started talking, you you mentioned that cooking originally was a way for you to really unwind and have have some alone time. So Mm -hmm. I know a lot of parents say that and that, you know, I I talk to parents and just thinking about the mess that's created with kids when they're cooking, they say it's just not worth it cleaning that up Mm -hmm. after. I just I can't manage that. So can you give us a few tips for um, parents? who are wanting to get their kids in the kitchen, but maybe are a little bit um, wary of the mess and the workup of getting them involved? So when we talk about things that you can do to reduce the mess, I would say first thing is reduce the quantity of the recipe. If it's a normal recipe, cut it in half. Um, The less they have to handle with their little hands, the better it's going to be. Um, The second thing I would say is look at packaging of food. So don't consider um, um, quality of ingredients um, as much as uh, as packaging. So what I mean to say is um, look at, um, for example, bags of flowers that are not going to break halfway through because Mm. they're paper or or decant them into a Ziploc bag or something so that the, the packaging itself becomes manageable for the kids. We, you want to set them up for success and and making sure that um, 
all of that is available for them when they need it um, is going to really, really help them a lot. Um, and thirdly, I would say, if you have, uh, if you train your kids to be confident cooks in the kitchen, um, then all you need to do really is hover around and clear up as, as you go. And um, you can sort of let them take the lead while you clear up um, their little messes. Like if there's an egg that falls on the floor, that's okay. You can clear it up while they can continue by themselves. Um, so those are the three things I would, I would say. I think those are great yeah, tips. Those are extremely helpful. I, I think um, our listeners are going to really enjoy uh, hearing those tips and just thinking about um, all of those benefits that you know children can have from um, from helping cook in the kitchen. I wonder if um, all of those skills and, and all the qualities that that they gain from doing this also now make them curious about other aspects of eating. So. Do they, are they more uh, not willing to go shopping with you, or um, what about that? Th those kinds of things. Yeah, I think this shopping is hugely fun for them as well. Like um, one of the things I did with the recipes in the book was add a a, a shopping list um, to them, so it's like a picture with a checkbox underneath. Um, and it helps them to see, oh, yeah, we have to pay money for this stuff. And it helps them to be more involved in, in the activity of, of getting the ingredients. So it's almost like, you know, treasure hunt or, or a fun game instead of, oh, I have to go shopping with mom and I have to listen. It's, it sort of turns the whole thing around and it builds anticipation as well. Yeah. Um, so for older kids, I, you could potentially you know, send them with their own separate list while you get the rest of the groceries for the family. So they're not, um, you know, right, right in your way, the entire grocery shop. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like I do have to, when I do that with my kids, I have to tell them don't lie in the middle of the aisle because <laughs> they tend to just lie down and check their boxes. But yeah, in theory, that, that, that would work great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe for older kids, the little ones, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> don't want to send them off on their own, but yeah. Um, so, on, in our very first episode of Healthy Habits, Happy Homes, we talked about routines, and I know you mentioned a little bit that you have a routine when you're in the kitchen with your children, so can you mm -hmm. talk a little bit about um, the routine that you've created with your kids and potentially a routine that other families might model in terms of setting everybody up for success in the kitchen? Yeah. Um so what we what we did first was to set the rules. So even when I go into a, a cooking class at a school or workshop or whatever, we always do the same routine. It's we start with saying these are the rules, and it can be different in every kitchen. But in my house, it's when I open the oven, you leave the kitchen. Mm. Um, when I tell you to listen, you listen, or we shut the whole thing down. So we we have a set of rules, and we go through those rules just so that we we know what we're talking about. Um, then I would get the ingredients ready. That helps them to know or to sort of link the picture in the book to the actual ingredient. Mm -hmm. um, and we get all our tools ready, um, and those all have a place. Then I would explain how the, the recipe works, so, you know, the colored cups, the pictures, and then I just let them let them go. Um, the first step in each recipe is to wash their hands. Always a great um, place to start. Yeah, 
So, I mean, as soon as I explain everything and I know they get it, I just let them let them go and um, I try not to interfere. Um, and at the end, we all clear up. Like, I do most of the clearing up, but um, I always make them do something. And then when we're, when we're done, um, I always make a point of sitting down with them and sharing the, the dish with everyone. And to look at what we what we did, what we enjoy doing. Some kids really hate touching the food with their hands, so we can talk about that. Um, other kids, their recipe maybe didn't turn out so well, so we can also talk about that. And um, yeah, we just have some time for reflection and for compliments, basically. And that's the basic structure every time. That sounds like so much fun, especially the end part. I think. Um, for kids that aren't sure about the texture of something, it's a good time to ha to sit down and give it a try. And for other kids, tasting the food, that's the best part. Yeah, it works. So we wanted to give a huge thank you to Lottie, our Alderwish, for uh, sharing her story behind creating a cookbook specifically for kids and how cooking with kids can be simple, fun, and rewarding. Well, thank you so much for having me. As a registered dietitian, I'm always looking for new resources to help families get in the kitchen, prepare foods at home, and improve their dietary intake. The Little Cookery is a beautiful cookbook that really makes it easy to get little ones involved in the kitchen. The Guelph Family Health Study actually has four of its own cookbooks as well. These cookbooks were created with the registered dietitians working on the study and feature family-friendly, kid-approved, and delicious recipes. The first cookbook in the series focuses on improving your fruit and vegetable intake. The second focuses on make-ahead meals and big batch. The third is all about getting kids in the kitchen, which of course is one of our favorite topics. And the fourth is really focused on healthy and ha happy snacking, really to make even the littlest bites count in terms of your daily nutrition. So check them out on our Guelph Family Health Study website. Under the news and media section, there is a section for our cookbooks. Enjoy and happy cooking. As for our healthy habits, happy homes tradition, we'd like to leave you with a few helpful tips about the podcast about cooking with children. So the first tip is cooking with kids can be fun, simple, and rewarding. By following simple image-guided recipes, kids can easily and independently make delicious creations. Our second tip is that cooking at a young age can lead to many different life skills, including building confidence, learning food skills, so learning how to properly cut different foods. Children can learn about fractions and money, so some of those math skills. And they also are more likely to eat the foods they prepare. So if you've got a picky eater, getting them in the kitchen is one of our top tips. And finally, cooking with kids can be made easier by incorporating routines. So this way, the children are much more likely to follow instructions properly, and the process of following a recipe becomes more predictable. So until next time, this has been Healthy Habits, Happy Homes. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about The Little Cookery, you can visit the website littlecookery.ca 
or visit our Facebook page where we will share some of the um, recipe packs from the Little Cookery Cookbook as well as more information about the website. Thanks so much and have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Healthy Habits, Happy Homes. We can't wait to have you tune in with us next week. But in the meantime, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, www.guelphfamilyhealthstudy.com or visit us on Facebook at Guelph Family Health Study. Thanks and have a great week.